Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Quantum Nurse, and I am Grace Asagra. To those who don't know me, I am a holistic registered nurse with over 30 years of experience. So I'm seasoned nurse with diverse experience. But currently, in the last eight years, I've been uh, working in the dementia population, not in a nursing home, but in the adult medical daycare. So I'm quite familiar with the needs of the senior citizens, and especially those who have cognitive issues. So welcome, because this quantum nurse, I created this, they were my inspiration for me, so I can create this platform. So holistic practitioners like Jamie Westrom, who's our guest today, will be able to share her expertise. And to you, all of you who are caregivers, not just dementia caregivers, could avail of those services. Because many times there's so much out there in holistic, for holistic support, lifestyle, healing, recuperation, all of that. And sometimes we don't know much about it. So Quantum Nurse provides you that information. Jamie, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me here, Grace. What a great platform you set up. You're most welcome. So I'll just say a little bit about you and then we'll continue our conversation. Um, and hopefully we aim to provide any kind of information and inspiration and just invite all our, the, our audience to take action and maybe embrace something different. Okay. Excellent. So Jamie, Jamie Westrom, she has master's in education and she's a wellness educator. She has a QRA practitioner and trust me, she has other letters in her name, but she'll be able to tell us more about that. You are the CEO of Biofield Expert and you earn a master's degree in education from Goucher College. You are certified quantum reflex analysis practitioner through Premier Research Labs and a Reiki master teacher. Jamie is also the developer of the Biofield Resonator Financial Alignment Technique and co-creator of Biomagnetic Tone Healing. You are passionate about empowering others through Biofield education and helping people discover shortcuts to healing. So your specialties include, and I'm sure not limited to the following list, your, and spe your specialty is quantum reflex analysis, bio-mind-spirit diagnostics, quantum K, individualized supplement programs, EMF or electromagnetic frequency protection, medical intuition, VASTU, and root cause discovery. You attribute your talent and success to the generosity of your teachers. Thank you for that nice introduction, Grace. My, well, parents, my parents say they wish I had just been an accountant so they could explain <laughs> what I do to their friends a little more easily. <laughs> and, and, and just as I said, a lot of um, holistic experts like you with energy practice, there's just so much really to say. And some, we kind of, just for the under simple understanding, we limit it. And then as one works with you, then they'll know more and more what 
you can offer. Absolutely. I'm sure uh, your, your knowledge is just as varied and, and deep. And uh, it usually takes somebody a long time of working with you to kind of understand all of your different facets and what you have the ability to help them with or, or provide. Exactly. Um, I'm, I'm going to go straight to the current situation because you have a 10-year-old son and you are you have that um, specialty in on the Montessori kind, way of teaching. What do you think or what do you see or and in terms of like observations or maybe a little bit of like uh, projections of what might be the effect of this condition to the kids from the youngest to like the little older children? You know, that's a really good question, and I don't know the answer to that. My training as a teacher and my 10 years of teaching experience was in a Montessori classroom, like you said, and in a Montessori classroom, you use lots of hands-on materials. Um, we call them didactic materials, and this year, for the first time with my son, we're doing the virtual homeschooling program, um, which is the exact opposite of that. Um, you're isolated in a room by yourself with a parent and um, you're basically doing all of your learning through a screen. I mean, you might be writing things, um, printing them out and, and filling out things and sending them back to the teacher, but it's not anything like what I was used to just a decade ago in the classroom. And the long-term implications of this, I don't think anybody really knows what they're going to be. Um, I'm trying to be optimistic and I hope that it will cause my son to learn different, learn how to learn in different ways and hopefully become proficient with technology, which some of us um, aren't still because we didn't grow up with it. Uh, and I, and then in the, alongside of the online learning, we're just planning on doing lots of field trips and, and lots of hands-on uh, real life learning experiences when we can as a family. So hopefully that will go well, but, but it's really new territory for everybody and, and families are having to navigate this and in, in um, some, some situations, very stressful ways. Uh, I can't imagine having more than one child right now. And also for those really young children who they still need someone to sit with them when they're in their computer or whatever type of virtual learning, right? And, and that also reminds me of how um, the seniors who used to attend the Adult Medical Day Center, because we offered them a lot of um, didactic materials, if I may say the same term, you know, they, First of all, we hug them a lot. And because we always say that that could be their last hug or the only hug for the day. So we hug them a lot, we touch them a lot, we smile at them a lot, and many times we cry with them. But trust me, we used to just start with all laughter because that's one thing that I learned with the uh, people who have cognition problems. Many times they really stay in the moment. 
So they don't worry about the past, not too much of the future. Sometimes they do, but trust me, they stay in the moment. It's a wonderful thing. And so you use this Montessori didactic materials too, right? Yes. So what was, um, what was happening when I was teaching is that my grandmother had Alzheimer's and uh, I wasn't able to be with her and work with her because she was in California and I was on the East Coast. And so what I wound up doing was just volunteering um, in my town at a, at a facility that assisted patients with Alzheimer's or dementia. And um, I started bringing in my Montessori materials from my classroom because it was sort of the only thing I, I knew how to do. <laughs> Um, but what I noticed going in there was that, um, you know, oftentimes the seniors were just like kind of parked at a table in their wheelchair with nothing on the table in front of them, or they're, you know, sat in front of a, in front of a television screen and they're not really interacting with, with that, of course. Um, and then I would see loved ones come in to spend time with them and they wouldn't know what to do. So they just sort of kind of sit there with them and, and maybe there wasn't much conversation even that they were able to have. And they just sort of looked sad about the situation. And so as time went on and I started bringing materials in to work with them, um, these could be uh, very simple things like a block of graduated cylinders. So it's sort of like a little puzzle with 10 cylinders and you would take out the 10 cylinders and they're all different sizes so they have to go back in the block in the in the right hole and so you just take them out and see if the person can put them back in like a puzzle and um so really simple things like this and we also had uh things like dress we call them dressing frames in montessori but they're like little square frames and I'll have an activity like how do you how to zipper something or how to button something. Um, lace, there's a lacing frame. So you practice putting the thing through the eyelets. And as time went on, what was so amazing is that the people I was working with started being able to do these things as time went on. They might not have been able to do it the first week I was there, but maybe the second week they put the puzzles, the cylinders all back in the right spot. Um, or they couldn't button the first week and then the next week they were, you know, they got one button done or the following week, maybe they got three buttons done. And, um, I did some other things like just show them photographs and, and talk about what I saw in the photograph or maybe read something. The most interesting thing that I saw from all of this is that the caregivers there started interacting with the patients more because they realized that they could do stuff. And um, so I, uh, you know, it was kind of my goal really to help other people realize that, um, you know, they could be, they could be doing things and they didn't just need to sit there and, and be unproductive. And certainly they were much happier when they had something in front of them to do. And I think this is an important lesson for um, family members that are going to visit uh, a loved one, a, a parent, or even a spouse who's at this stage of life that, um, that they can still do stuff and you can find ways to interact with them and be creative about it uh, that will bring both of you a lot more happiness. 
if I, I'm sorry if I missed it. Was your grandma in a nursing home? She was for eight years. My grandfather took care of her as long as he could, and it just got to a point where he needed more support. And so they found a care facility that was not too far from their home. And my grandfather went every day, at least once a day, to be with her there. And he was able to have meals with her and dance with her and spend time with her. And he used to even sneak in um, raisins that were soaked in gin for her. <laughs> That's one of her favorite treats. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, I always say, yes, find ways to circumvent any rules as long as you know it is safe. Yeah, I, I ask that because I always, when I started to work with a dementia population and it just like, uh, you know, I, maybe for you, the energy, and you could tell me more later, uh, attra attracted you instead of you attracted, something like that. So I wasn't looking to work for the dementia adult medical daycare, but it attracted me and I was there. And before I know it, they're trying to tell me to work with them. But I, say, I always say that the, the secret formula, if you don't want to let your loved ones be in a nursing home, you know, after, every, if, you, if the family has still the means, manpower, you know, time, health of the other uh, uh, caregiver. If they don't want them to be in a nursing home, because your, your grandma was lucky if she lasted nine years, that's beautiful. So I say it should be a combination of very good home care and a very good daycare. And, and the, in both of them, if you have a holistic nurse, and I always, I'm always proud to say that the holistic nurse makes a difference because all of the things that you said would be happening. Because, <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, we, we just think outside the box. And so I wanted to say, so you were a teacher. When did your journey of going through Oh, you know, the energy, the Reiki, and other health and wellness things that you do. How, how did it start? So it did start with the Montessori because um, Maria Montessori was, gosh, such a forward thinker, but she really taught as part of her philosophy that you should observe the classroom environment and that basically children would do exactly what they're supposed to do if the environment was organized correctly. And so it, as part of being a Montessori teacher, we're expected to just sit in our own classroom and watch what's going on for sometimes periods of 30 minutes. And um, so I was doing this, you know, for, for a decade, observing my classroom, observing the students and how they were interacting with materials and um, how they were interacting with each other. And what I realized one day was that the issues that I was seeing in the children, which is, you know, more spectrum disorders, more attention deficit disorders, um, more behavioral problems, more fighting on the playground, these sorts of things um, were coming up a lot. And it just sort of a, was like a light bulb went off one day and I went, well, this is not these are not things that I can affect within my classroom walls. These are things that are 
outside my classroom walls, these behaviors or these um, deficiencies or whatever they are, they are being caused by things outside of my control. It's the vaccinations, it's the foods they're eating, it's what's going on with mom and dad at home. Um, it's the programming on television that they're being exposed to. And it just got me thinking about um, ways to help reverse chronic disease issues like these. And so I just got really interested in how I might be able to fix some of these issues with children, with the child population. And um, I started studying holistic nutrition through Bowman College out in California. I wound up getting certified in Reiki and in I got my yoga teacher certification. And I wound up leaving teaching to go work for a, a nurse practitioner. And she sent me to a training at Premier Research Labs. Uh, and that is sort of where I was given this giant golden key to unlock the secrets of the universe. Um, and that's sort of the basis of what I do now kind of really stems from what I've learned there because um, Premier Research Labs is just amazing at teaching their practitioners um, to see energy. And when you can see and feel energy, you're able to do so much more with your clients. You can trace down stuff just so simply and easily and gracefully. Uh, and you're able to give them so many answers and unlock just all of these pot potentials that are there. So, um, so I've studied many other things, but that is always kind of where I come back to is, is some of the, the energy tools that I've learned through them. And with that, do, um, but oh, by by that time you already left your teaching, correct? So you okay. weren't able you you weren't able to have that you know, let them experience what you can do, and that would have been interesting because you would have that direct observation <laughs> of yeah. the children. So what's What's funny is that even though my heart was initially, um, you know, with child, with the younger population, I live in Florida, and so we have a very have we're very heavy on the um, the older population, and so that's typically who I work with now. And I I have seen some children um, that are you know suffering with spectrum issues or behavioral issues, but a lot of my my clients now are are above the age of sixty, I would say, and. Um, I even had a really nice opportunity about a year ago to work with one of my clients who was in the end stages of life. And um, that family was able to keep him at home. They had the means to do that. And um, they had a revolving door of about three or four of us at any given time. And he had sort of round the clock care. Um, and that's where my Reiki experience became really important to me and the power of healing touch. You're talking about hugging people that you're with during the day and how not only might it not be, it might be their last one, but, um, but it might be, you know, just the only one that they've had in a, in a week sometimes. And so having the ability to give some hands on healing to this person that I was working with was just a really beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, and it gave him a lot of comfort and it gave me a way to interact with him in a meaningful way. 
Um, and I think back again to being at that facility where, you know, people were just sort of being parked at tables and no one was interacting with them, being able to just put your hands on their hands and, and hold their hands or rub their back or give them a hug or just lay your hands and, and share some Reiki or just some love energy with them is, is such a simple thing to do and anyone can do it. Thank you. And I know that uh, we have to keep, uh, we, we're realist, realistic, but we have to keep thinking and feeling positive that we can continue to adapt ourselves and again, circumvent things and find ways. Now, from you, you and I know that there's a lot of studies, research studies, as well as uh, experiential, experiential and anecdotal documents about energy ways of healing, and and it's, uh, particularly with trauma, right? Yeah, like um, and and I don't believe there's any one of us who didn't have some type of trauma. What's what's your story with that? Well, my personal story is that I was assaulted at the age of 16. Um, I sort of thought that I had recovered from that until much later in life. And I actually, as part of my yoga training, I started realizing that some of that um, hurt was sort of trapped in my body and, and the yoga kind of released that and helped me realize that I still had some work to do around that situation. And um, one of the things that has come from that, while that is um, something that was painful and traumatic to me, it's also become kind of the catalyst for me becoming a very effective healer. Not only because I can empathize with other people and what they've gone through, but I believe from, from some of my studies that when you have experienced something extremely traumatic, it activates sort of a sixth sense of awareness in you because um, you have to learn how to read a situation extremely fast and read other people's energies as almost like as a protective mechanism. So I, I have found that a lot of people that are in my, in our line of work, we have experienced some type of trauma or people that are very talented healers or are able to see energy and read energy. Um, there's some, there has been some sort of catalyst for that typically. And how, for, for like, in your practice, how do you usually help them in terms of that emotional trauma? Um, uh, you know, do you have tools? Do you have affirmations or nutrition? So this is kind of a funny story. <laughs> um, Initially, I learned, um, like you did, I learned emotional repolarization technique through Premier Research Labs. Now, that's a mouthful to say, and I could never get anybody to do emotional repolarization technique with me. I mean, they just look at me like I was crazy. So I figured out how to take that modality and several other modalities I was familiar with and sort of repackage them into this thing that I call my financial alignment technique. Well, everybody wants more money or wants to be more prosperous, no matter how much you have, it seems like. 
So all of a sudden, every, you know, I had dozens and dozens of people coming to do my financial alignment technique. And it was honestly sort of a trick to get people just to do the emotional clearing work because it's so important. And you have to dump twice as many supplements into people if they don't do that work. Um, so anyway, I, I basically, I have them set an intention statement, what they want to see in their lives, how they want to become more prosperous. What does that look like to them? And then I use uh, QRA testing to show them how congruent they are with certain statements. So the statement could be, um, money comes to me easily and often. I am good with money. I take care of my financials in a timely fashion. And we basically use QRA testing to figure out how congruent they are. Uh, like a, they get a percentage score, you're 70% congruent, you're 80% congruent. But the three main statements that really it comes down to is now I can love myself, now I can love others, and now I can be loved. And I just sort of sneak those in along with all the, the money statements. And then I come back to them at the end and I say, if we can get you to be congruent 100% with these three statements, <clears throat> all of these other ones will come online. And so that's what we do. We, we figure out where those statements or their um, congruency with those statements has kind of gotten tripped. It's usually related to a traumatic event or something that happened with a parent or um, a past partner, um, maybe someone in a position of authority. It can even be things like um, a car accident or something traumatic they saw in a movie. Um, so we just figure out where that came from and then there's a simple clearing process that you do. Um, and once you've done that, you can go back and you retest all the statements and they've typically all gone to 100% unless you sort of missed one or two things here or there. And what people say is, I feel lighter or I just all of a sudden feel like something's been lifted off of me, or people will, will have this emotional release that they maybe aren't expecting. Um, and they usually are tired for a day and then they go on about their business. But I've had people call me and say, wow, I have all this empty space where I was carrying this burden around. And now that that is, I feel like now that that's released, I have room to fill that space with good things that are going to help me and be beneficial to me. Um, so that's sort of, that's sort of my process. And then there's of course a little gratitude prayer because we always want to be grateful for, for these experiences. Yeah. Yeah. If nothing else, always say thank you mm -hmm. <laughs> and always say it's all good. <laughs> and that's, that, that's very enlightening story to just, know that people really will resonate more when it comes to financial alignment before mm -hmm. the emotional. I guess the emotional is always touchy. And, you know, I'm, we all have experiences where clients start crying first before when, you know, and there, some of them are really not ready to touch the emotional thing, but they're ready for the financial thing. And, and since you, your um, sensitivity to energy is what I can say is, is, is expanded 
or you're advanced than most people. So you were able to uh, make it work so you could still attract people who needs to be helped. And that's very smart and that's perfect. Um, so, and then because I said your sensitivity, sensitivity is expanded, again, back to the current situation, is there anything that keeps you awake at night? Ah. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps even before this, I know that the number one, from what I understand, the number one illness really is not hypertension, it's not diabetes, but it's sleep issues. That's the number one problem around the world. But how about now for you? Yes. So, so that question's kind of funny because when you ask someone what keeps you up at night, usually you're thinking about what's worrying them or um, what's on their mind that, that's stressing them out. But what um, my response is really like those things that actually keep me up at night. That's what I think about. So um, I've had a little bit of an issue with restless legs. Um, but I'm also very sensitive to energy. So it happens that where I live, there are street lights and AC units outside my window. And now they just decided that they have, they need to have some pump running water, uh, not far from my house that I can hear in my bedroom every night. And <clears throat> so all of these little things that, uh, might actually keep somebody up, uh, are a big problem. And um, so many people are dealing with disrupted sleep. And one of the biggest issues that no one thinks about um, is the electromagnetic fields. So it's so important to remediate these, and especially with elderly populations or with populations of children because they're even more sensitive than the rest of us. And um, so I've, I've done a lot of remediation work at my house, and um, I've, I know I... I'm guessing you've talked about the LMP paint. You talk about it. Okay, so um, LMP paint is uh, an amazing tool that um, is sort of like a gift to the universe that Premier Research Labs has come up with. And it's a tiny little jar of paint, which is all you need. And you can remediate um, your smart meter, which is oftentimes on the other side of people's bedroom walls, um, your alarm clock your cell phone, your cordless phone, which you shouldn't have, but um, your Wi-Fi router, your car engine, anything electric in your house, your circuit breaker box. And um, it will take those EMF fields that are often disrupting people's sleep and it will just sort of not only neutralize them, but I actually feel that it takes the energy and utilize it utilizes it to make the person's biofield stronger. Um, so some people are able to improve their sleep just with, just with that one thing alone. And then um, darkening their windows, uh, trying to keep things quiet, trying to keeping your room cool. Um, those are all other things you can do to help with your sleep habits. For people that are really struggling and have tried these other more natural solutions, I know that you probably use um, melatonin or and or tranquinol. Is that 
Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Utilizing? Yeah. And, and uh, but, uh, but people don't know there are differences in the melatonin as well. Because I will usually end up with family members telling me, no, but we, they're taking, we're taking melatonin. I said, really? What kind? Then I would just say uh, a capsule. So I said, how about you try the liquid one and see what happens? Yes. So uh, we're very lucky that we have a live source melatonin that we both use, um, which is not only great for helping get to sleep, but it's also helpful for cancer protection and increasing libido. And um, part of the reason why we need it is because we're exposed to so much blue light from our computer screens and our devices that it's decreasing our melatonin production that's being secreted from um, our pineal gland. So uh, so the melatonin can be very helpful for everybody. It can also be used a little bit during the day if you have anxiety, which is also a symptom of electromagnetic, um, too much EMFs in your environment can be from, uh, can cause you anxiety. It can also cause, well, we'll get back to that, but, um, and then the tranquinol is really good because it's a botanical formula. So it's super gentle and it just helps you get a deeper sleep. Um, and then the thing that I'm really excited about is my biofield resonator, which I developed recently. And it is a brass coin that you keep on your field and it protects you from the electromagnetic fields. But that was the original intention of developing it. But now what we found is that it's really helping everybody sleep. So it's helping people get a deeper sleep, get more REM, um, awake feeling more refreshed. People are having more dreams and remembering their dreams when they wake up. Um, but yeah, sleep is super important. And if you can get that figured out, you're going you're gonna to save yourself a lot of trouble with other things. Fantastic, Jamie. Because yes, I said, there's so many tools there other than proper nutrition and the right supplements because people just have to realize that they're not all supplements are the same. They're, one day we'll have an episode on, on, on a what to look on the supplements that may be harmful because people don't know that. I myself, my experience with supplements is I didn't really start taking it till much later. Like it was really only when I started a couple of years just before PRL. So, and it, because I, I, I like whole food kind of supplements. So I, I can't see myself taking capsules, but the more I understand that the environment that we created as people and did not support anymore our health because we destroyed our water, we destroyed our soil, we destroyed our air. So now, now I said, okay, maybe I'll open myself to a supplement, but not until I was also trained like you and meet all the energy workers to do, to have that energy eyes. And as Dr. Marshall would say, once you have energy eyes, no turning back, you know. So that's why I want all those people like you who have this practice to keep sharing and you know, your specialty and how you work with people because there's, we can be, we can make a big difference, right? Yeah, we, we really were given a great gift um, by PRL with the, with the training that we've had. Um, I, it's like made my life what it is. 
and I can't imagine my life doing anything else or being any, any other way. And I'm so grateful that I can see all this energy. There are days where I feel like it's slightly a curse. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's most well, a blessing, but it's like that, that saying ignorance is bliss. Like if I couldn't see anything, I might not be, um, as freaked out about some things as I get sometimes, but, but not only were we given this gift of being able to really see and read energy fields, but we, we've been given tools to fix the areas where there are problems. It's one thing to be able to see energy. If you can just see energy and you don't know what to do about the problems, then you're going to be not in a good place. But when you can see the problems and you have tools to fix them, you, it, that is an amazing, amazing gift. Well, I'm glad you emphasize that because I, I've met people who they're really sensitive to a lot of things and they become sickly and then they get upset in the area, especially like example. So if people are sensitive to smell, right? Or, but sometimes you go to an event, it's not that you made an announcement to everyone, okay, don't wear your perfumes or anything because I'm coming. So then, you know, something like that, you can't blame, but they get really upset. And then uh, again, outside that smell, just, just, you know, being around all those towers can make them up, you know, worry or let their anger come out. So, yep, knowing, knowing that here there are things you can do and you can use is crucial because like, okay, we're, we know about the blue light, but we're, now we're in the computer, we're in the Zoom, where we use the phone. So, yes, what can we do? Because we have to continue living the best way we can. Yeah. yeah. That's really, I think, one of the most amazing things about um, PRL practitioners and why we're such good resources for people is because we're able to kind of pinpoint things that other people can't see because of the special way that we've been trained. And um, oftentimes I go to my clients' homes because I'm able to show them, hey, look at what your energy field in your house is doing. You're in the most beautiful house in the world, but it's completely crashing your energy field. So we'll remediate it with the paint. And then all of a sudden their energy field is really strong. And, and maybe they only have two points now that they need supplements at. Um, and so we, we just supplement those points once the house is fixed. And it just, it makes the healing so much faster. It gives people answers, it saves them money. Um, and then you add in the emotional clearing on top of that, however it is you do it. But those are the biggest, those are the three biggest pieces in, you know, in my opinion, remediating the EMFs in the house, um, or other stressors or community geopathic stress or other things that might need to be addressed, getting the emotional garbage out, putting the right nutrients in, and then you just need sunlight and some good clean drinking water and some healthy food, and you're going to be so much better off. Very true. Very true. That's fantastic. Um, people, re I like our audience to keep remembering that if they've been doing a lot of things already, they may be working with other health professionals, but if there's still something chronic that they cannot get rid of, it's 
now time to look at your immediate environment, your home, outside your office, or directly now point to our parts of the body that has interference fields. Okay, talk oh, to, yeah. talk, explain, share a little bit about interference fields, because I, the, I had an episode on that, but you know, that's, that's a topic that people needs to hear again and again. Yes. So this is another thing that happened. Um, a little quick little story at the beginning of my changing careers and going down this, this healer path is I had had a really bad concussion and it was actually my fourth um, major head trauma. I've now had five. Uh, and I went to a doctor, just a regular MD um, about the concussion that I'd had. And all she did was go on her computer, log into WebMD and read me the definition of what a concussion was. And that's, I had already done that at my house before I went there. So I was really frustrated. And what I was really looking for was what do I do about this to help my head heal? How, what do I, what can I put on my head to bring the inflammation down or to, to help reconnect things. And um, this was before I found PRL, um, but that's, that was honestly the last time I've seen a doctor that was 10 years ago. And um, now I just find the answers myself. But uh, the, one of the amazing answers that PRL has given us um, to share with other people is how to find these um, places in our body where the energy field has been disrupted. And that can be from a concussion or a vaccination or a surgery or a tattoo or a, or a piercing. All of these things can disrupt the flow of energy within our bodies, um, whether it's meridian flow or nadis or other types of energetic channels, they, they are there. And through our energy testing that we do, um, we're able to show people exactly how to trace that path and show where it's refluxing to in the body and then we can fix it. So not only are we able to find the disturbance, we've been given a way to help people fix this and turn that circuitry back on. So we use um, mud packs or eye packs, they call them sometimes, and also uh, the QC oil technique. So that just involves um, an essential, a special technique using a, a specific essential oil on um, what we call downloads, where our meridians run out our hands or feet. Um, and we're able to turn the circuitry back on so that there isn't constantly this short circuit happening and not, you know, we're not getting all the energy flow that we need to certain organs and glands in the body. And that can really, that alone, if, if that is someone's big issue, you could go to 9 million doctors and never have anybody tell you anything about uh, an interference pattern that might be in your body or, or let alone give you a way to fix it. So that is definitely something that's very unique to PRL practitioners and can really um, take somebody's healing to the next level. And, and that emotional trauma could be a source of that interference filter, right? Jamie, so that's like a, a perfect example of emotion being trapped physically, you know, and that's when you, you work on the emotional repolarization or the financial help already, and then they get rid of the trauma. 
I have one story about that in terms of that she's a she is a mother and when she delivered her baby her child is is now two years old and she they nicked the bladder so after that she frequently has urinary tract infection and so no matter what she does even take supplements until we did the um, ancient mud packing or ancient clay whatever you call it and that's when she started to feel better and that's really an example that you know if sometimes you have to take that interference field first or work on that and then you get the supplements and so that was good and she wasn't it was through her mother who was listening to the radio with dr uh, dr marshall's radio that she the mother learned about the interference fields then she called the company and gave me the referral because she was from this area so that's all those success stories Right. Yeah, so, we could probably tell mud pack success stories for an hour. Yeah. That could be a whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that someday. Um, so, Jamie, what else do you plan? How do we see you in five years? Um, five years from now, I don't know. Um, that's a tough question because I'm trying to focus on one day at a time at the moment. So I don't get overwhelmed. But um, this year I'm homeschooling my son. And uh, I don't know how long that will continue for, um, but it should, that should be an exciting year. And I, ideally, he gets back into a normal brick and mortar school routine. I'd like to see that happen. And um, just, I'm spending time with my parents. I live close to them right now. And so I'm trying to take advantage of that and be here for them. Um, I think the way it works out, though, is mostly they're here for me still. <laughs> that, the roles will reverse at some point. But <laughs> I guess and, you'll, you'll do the same for your son. Once a parent, always a parent. Yeah, but, and I just want to share um, what I know. What we've learned um, just from PRL alone is amazing, amazing information. The more we can share our knowledge, um, the more people we help. And so I want to continue doing that and continue with my product development. Um, I'm working on some really cool stuff right now. And, and um, I have the resonator, which just came out and so excited about that. So I'm going to see where that, where that takes me to. What makes this work so important, really? Gosh, um, well, there's just so many people that are suffering unnecessarily. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, keeping people from being happy on a, on a day to day basis. You can't enjoy your life if you're, um, if you're not feeling well, whether it's a headache or a stomach ache or just a nagging weight you can't get off, um, and, or if you can't sleep. And so the more, um, the more we can share what we do and the more people are able to utilize these techniques and recover their health, um, the happier they'll be and then the happier everyone will be really. Do you have any success secret? Um, I, think, I think the reason I've been successful is there are a couple reasons. One, I've had um, amazing parents that have been incredibly supportive and have helped me be able to follow my dreams. 
Uh, two, I'm able to do something that I really love and am passionate about every day. And that just makes you want to go to work and, and keep going. Um, those are probably my two secrets. And, and my teachers have been incredibly gracious with all of uh, the knowledge that they've shared with me. Um, I'm really fortunate to all, those, all the teachers I've had from, from the time I was a little girl. And with that, what's your best advice that you received? And after you answer, I want maybe you could give a best advice to maybe a 20-year-old Jamie. Oh, gosh. The best advice I've ever been given. Um, just keep going. Just keep helping people. Just keep believing in yourself. And... Um, I think what I would say to my 20-year-old self is, don't worry, it's all going to work out in the end. It's all good. And thank you. <laughs> thank you to the 20-year-old Jamie. And, and uh, well, now, what's one daily habit that you, you do in the morning and in the evening? Um, brush my teeth. That's the only thing I do religiously every single day. <laughs> the only thing. <laughs> and we'll have another episode just for the teeth. <laughs> really, we can talk about neem bark, neem oil, yeah. taste. <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, and do you think um, is there any anything more you want to share for the caregivers? Well, you know, if you could say a few more words for them. Uh, wow. I, um, I would just say, keep up the good work. You are an angel to someone and, um, don't forget about taking good care of yourself. Also, um, play some happy music that will help you get through your stressful days and will probably also really uplift the person that you're working with. Um, and when things do get stressful, maybe just look at it as a, a good learning experience and, and try to shift your thinking to um, seeing the glass half full because that can pretty much be done in any situation. Oh, wonderful, fantastic. Now, so where do we find your bioresonator and where can they reach you? Okay, because that's so new, right? Did you, do you have the bioresonator? You want to show it? One? Yes. Oh, wow. So you can see it's really similar. It's somewhat similar to what Grace has around her neck and it's, it's meant to work in a similar way okay. where um, it helps expand your energy field and turn on your meridians and, and it will help you sleep. Um, but you can find these on my website, which is biofieldexpert.com and just type in biofield resonator and you'll, you'll be able to find one. They make excellent gifts too, especially if you have a friend that's not sleeping well. And how do they use that? Put it in the wallet, in their pocket, or in the bag, pocketbook? Yes, it, can, it will work if it's in your wallet, um, if it's close to you in your purse, uh, in your pocket. I just slip mine into my bra um, and, or under your pillow. You can throw it in your pillowcase too. That's a good spot for it. Oh, that's nice. And maybe in the car, right? Because the car is... One of the worst places, especially if you drive a lot. That's why I love just having it in my pocket 
because no matter where I go, I don't have to think about it anymore. And the other thing that's great for your car is the LMP paint that you have. So um, you can just put a little swipe of that on your car engine and a couple dots under your steering wheel okay. and a dot on your ignition key. And so, so you, you do house calls as well? I do. <laughs> Perfect. So let the people know. <laughs> yes, she's available for house calls and uh, any conversation. So I will make sure that at the end of this episode in the description, you will find Jamie's information, the website and uh, social media, whatever in Jamie will give me, it will be there. Okay. And maybe Jamie later take an image also of the resonator and, you know, I can put it maybe perhaps on the YouTube when I do the thumbnail, I can put that as that an image. Great, I would love that. Thank you. Other than a beautiful face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they said it's all about the image. So that would be perfect. And so we can go on and on and on. And, but, you know, life continues because we, we have more work to do. So this won't be the last episode with Jamie. We'll have more in the future. And so just please send us your feedback, your suggestions of topics. And uh, you all would know now that I will embrace all kinds of topics, especially about energy things, because basically we're um, energy beings. We came here to this world and enjoy this human life. So let's always remember that. And so for all dementia caregivers and for all caregivers, okay? For all caregivers. And um, I will end with Jamie. I usually end with a quantum affirmation and we will do this quantum affirmation. I encourage the audience to do a shuffle of these cards. Now for, now, for the meantime, I don't have a card to give you un unless you can go to the link of having your own card and it will look like this card. But I will, I, I'm doing a link so you can download at least, you know, the audience can download a picture and it, we tested it energetically. It's still good even if it's the picture and they can use it. So you have to recite it three times in the morning preferably at noon or in the evening, but if nothing else, morning and evening. And for me, I love, uh, words are powerful and you, got, you have to feel it too. When you read it, you have to feel it. It's all about the feeling, okay? So what I got for Jamie and me today, and also for you, for our audience, it says an open heart. I open my heart to the universe. I gratefully receive the love, abundance, prosperity, and healing frequencies that are abundantly sent to me. I am awesome. I have opened my heart to the universe. I gratefully receive the love, abundance, prosperity, and healing frequencies that are abundantly sent to me. I am awesome. I open my heart to the universe. I gratefully receive the love, abundance, prosperity, and healing frequencies that are abundantly sent to me. I am awesome. So we're awesome. 
love you, Grace. I love that you're ending with the quantum concepts. That's awesome. Super awesome. <laughs> you gotta keep it powerful, you know? There's always a difference. Not everything that looks good is good. So that's why the pictures behind, what we wear, what we say, we have to stay that conscious for that. And so, and yes, we're thankful for our teachers. Dr. Marshall who's gone, but he's, he's looking over us. And of course, Dr. Forbes and for all the, the community that we have created. And in my language, I say mabalos, which means thank you. And don't let anything or anyone take the joy out of your life. Nothing. You always remember that. Don't let anything or anyone take the joy out of your life. Mabalos. Thank you, Jamie, and thank you, dear audience. Go check the, as this episode and share it, like it, review it. Just share it. It's good. <laughs> Mama loves to you, Grace. Thanks so much for having me.